Welcome everyone to the Rav Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Tanit Daf Gimel. We will begin on Daf Gimel Amud Aleph at the word Tanya Rebina Tanomer. Today's Daf is that Hashem is available. Anyone who would like to, this is a chut of sponsoring the Daf. Please see. Me or, or Mike about the possibility of the sponsorship and getting all the zechuyot. Okay, so we left off yesterday as follows. Tanya, we learned in the Brayta. Rabbi Natan Omer, pasuk says, "Bakodesh hasech nesar shechal Adonai." B'shinei nesuchim b'ketuv medaber echad nesuch ha'mayim ve'echad nesuch ha'yayin. It says nesar shechal Hashem and. Hasech nasech sounds like two. Therefore, so one is talking mayim and one is talking about yayin. Maybe they're both supposed to be wine. How do we know that it's supposed to be water? Why did it switch languages? If it wanted two of the same, it would have said double hesech or double nesech. In fact, hesech nasech sounds like they're two different substances. Therefore, we're saying that one of them is a wine pouring on the Mizbech, which we do on Sukkot, and the other is a uh, water pouring. Now, okay, now we're going to discuss the Brighta that we mentioned. If you mention the Brighta, that there were a bunch of different opinions about when we mentioned Mashiv Aruch Muri the Geshem. And one of them was Rabbi Yehuda ben Batero, who said on the second, Rabbi Kivu said on the sixth, and Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meshua, who said on the eighth. Okay? All, these are all days of Sukkot. Which day of Sukkot do you mention Mashiv Aruch Muri the Geshem? And They were all learning it from the Nisu Chamayim, right? Because it says Mayim Mem Yud Mem, and therefore either the second or the or the sixth were included. Says Who does it go like when we say that Nisu Chamayim is all seven days? There's a Mishnah in Sukkah that says that they poured Nisu Chamayim all seven days. Okay, Rabbi Yeshua. If we're talking about Rabbi Yeshua, then name Echad Yoma. It should say that it should. Mishnah should have said that you only do Misuch Hamayim one day, because Rabbi Yeshua says we're assuming now that everyone is doing it because of the Misuch Hamayim, and therefore we're assuming the reason why Rabbi Yeshua and the Mishnah says uh, we do it on the, when you end doing Lulav, which is on Shemini Atzeret. That's when you don't do Lulav anymore. We're assuming he says that because that's when you do the Nisuch HaMayim. If so, it should have said that you only do one day. Why are we saying we do it for seven days? E Rebbe Kiva, if we're going to claim that Rebbe Kiva wrote this Mishnah, Treyomi, he should have said two days you do it, not seven days. Why? Because Rebbe Kiva over here is the one who says you start Nisuch HaMayim on the sixth, or you start Mashiach Ruch on the sixth day. And we're starting in comparison to the, to the, to the Nisuch HaMayim. So if so, there should be only two days, not not uh, seven days. Then Shita Yom should be six days. 
So it doesn't feel like I am. Says the ground, really, we done with Tera. Really, to be Huda Ben Betera. Visreel, Kibi Huda Matitin. He holds like a Behuda in the following Mishnah. The Tanah, because we learned, Behuda Omer. Below came and said, Koshmana. He said they would pour with a log, all pour Nisuchamai with a log. Log is a, a certain measure. All eight days. Umapik Rishon. Now, so he he agrees with the idea that the that now this rabbi who says you do it eight days, his haidush is that you know there was machloka. Do you do seven days or eight days? The rabbi who says with log all eight days, he holds that there's that there's a, a pouring on shminatzeret. Whereas the first rabbi who says all seven days means he's leaving out shminatzeret. Now, this. This rabbi holds like a Yehuda of the Mishnah, who says that they did it, they did it on Shemini Atzeret. Now he doesn't agree with Shemini Atzeret itself. He holds this seven days, starting from the second through the eighth, meaning in the eighth, the the, the Yehuda of the Mishnah holds there's there's eight days of Nisuch he holds that there's seven days in Yisuch starting from the second. That's why he starts on the second, he holds the seven. Okay, that's what we're saying. That's what the Tana holds. Ask the Gemara, no. What's the difference in the Rishon? Well, hold on, does everyone get that clear before I go further? They're arguing on how many days the, the wine gets poured or the water? The water. The water. Okay, so the, again, there was a Mishnah that said, one the rabbi says, you do it for seven, seven days, and one guess is eight days. Now we have three rabbis here, Two, six, and eight, who don't seem to fit with with this. We want to know. Who, who don't seem to fit with the seven day rabbi. Who want to know which one of them is the seven day rabbi? Mm-hmm. One rabbi said you boot four for seven days. None of these seem to fit with the with the, with the seven day rabbi. So we're telling you no. It could fit with the second day rabbi if he agrees. It starts on the second. That it ends on the eighth. He agrees with the concept that there's an eighth day seven. pouring, then he can end up with seven starting from the second. What's the difference about the first day that he holds you don't pour the pour the water on that day? Because the only time it was hinted to is on the second day. We, the, the whole reason why he starts on the second is because there's a hint to it, hint to the word my mem yud mem on day two, six, and seven. But if there's no, so you're leaving out one because there's no hint on one. But guess what? You should leave out eight also because there's no hint on eight either. Says so Ella, Rabbi Yeshua, he change it. This uh, thing that was said that you do it for seven days is Rabbi Yeshua. So even though he says Mashiva Ruach Murdegeshim on the eighth day, if you, if you remember Rabbi Yeshua now, Mishnah, over here, up over here. Rabbi Yeshua said that we don't stop Mashiva Ruch Morgesim till day till Shminat said it. But see, even though he does that, he still holds that Nisuchamayim was before that was the whole time. Because Nisuchamayim Koshiva Hilchatag Gemirila, he must have had a tradition from Moshe Rabbeinu that that's how it had to be all seven days. How do we know? The Amar of Ami Amar of Yochanan Mishum Mnechunya Ish Bakat Pet Chorin. In the name of Nechunya, who was Ishbakar Pet Chorin, Esenit Yot, the rule about ten trees, 
Arava and about about carrying the arava around the mizbeach, and pouring the nisuchamayim mizbeach. All these three things are halacha ala Moshe Misinai. Just a quick reminder of what esenetiyota. Um, the rule is that uh, before shemitah, you're not allowed to. You have thirty days that you're not supposed to plant before shemitah. Okay, or plow. But if you have a certain amount of trees in a certain area, where it's a, a field of trees, then you're allowed to plow it in the 30-day time. Till Shemitah. Once Shemitah, you can't plow it. But you're allowed to plow. Plowing in the trees helps the trees. Otherwise, they'll die. So the rule is that if you have 10 in a certain area, it's fine. That rule is Halakha Moshe Messinai. Okay? Along with Arava, uh, the Arava ceremony, we had in Sukkah, Sukkah, and this. And therefore, we see in Zadachal Moshe Messinai. The law that you're allowed to plow more than how many trees? If you have 10 trees or more in a bit of space, you're allowed to plow it in the 30 days prior to Shemitah onset. That is a Halam. Halachal Moshe Messinai. Otherwise, even things. And, and, and nothing could be plowed, touched even from 30 days before Shemitah. Correct. Okay. Rabbi Huda Omer, Mishum Rabbi Yeshua. We quoted in the Baraita of Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Yeshua. And we do on the eighth day, remember? We have it over here. The eighth day from Musaf, not from Shekhit, which is actually what we do. Says the Gemara. However, the guy who was the Chazan on the last, last day of Hadan Shemitah said it. Then Ha'achalon, the Musaf guy, Maskil, he mentions Mashiach. Harishon, the Shachrit guy, Eno Maskil doesn't mention it. Yom Tov Harishon shall pass on the first day of Pesach. Harishon Maskil, Harishon Maskil. Hey, Rabbi Shua, which Rabbi Shua is he talking about? Either Rabbi Shua the Matitin, Hamavitov Harishon Shachrit Maskil. Meaning like this. We're assuming. Look over here. This is Rabbi Huda and the name of Rabbi Shua in the Brayta. He says that he started on the eighth day of Musaf for not Shachrit. Okay? If you remember in the original Mishnah on the first page, we said, Rebbe said day one of Sukkot. Rebbe said day eight of Sukkot. Now, when you say day eight of Sukkot, it sounds like the whole day eight, you're saying, Mashiach, Right? Really, we don't do like that. But, but this, this Rebbe Shua over here is saying, that's day eight only Musaf. Which is what we do. Which is what we're actually doing. So we don't know which Rebbe Shua we're talking about. It said, to be who the name of Yeshua? Name which of Yeshua? That's not the Yeshua from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah sounds like a Shekhid also. Okay? Says the Gemara, Hey, Rabbi Yeshua. Either Rabbi Yeshua, the Matitin, Hamar, Biyom Tov, Achron, Shachag, Moskir. He said, he mentioned on the last day of Yom Tov. Ela, Rabbi Yeshua, the Brayta. Must be Rabbi Yeshua from the Brayta. Right? If you remember Rabbi Yeshua in the Brayta, over here in the Brayta, he said it was talking about the uh, the lulav ending time, right? That's when you start mentioning Mashiv Ruchu. Lulav ending time. How uh, about He said at the time he put the lulav, right? Now you put the lulav on the seventh day, not the eighth day. Doesn't fit. The ha the two also. Had the tenure, this we learned in the bright. Yesterday we learned the Mishnah, we made it sound like uh, Rabbi Shua fits with us because you put it down on the eighth day. But really, you put it down on the seventh day. 
So really, on Hoshanah Rabba already, you should be doing it. Welcome, Chaim. Also, this we don't It says that Yehuda says the name of Ben Betera. The guy who's the Chazan on the last day of the Halal Shmina Tzeret. Musafka mentions it. Right? Hey, Ben Betera. Which Ben Betera is it? Either Yehuda Ben Betera, if Yehuda Ben Betera, Ha'amar B'Shin Michal. If Yehuda Ben Betera, he said that you're doing the second circuit. Which Ben Betera could he be talking about? So before we answer this question, we have a second question. It says, it says that Yehuda Ben Betera says you do, you do the same as this. Yehuda Ben Betera had said you do the same as this. That doesn't fit because we have Yehuda Ben Betera saying the second. And now we're saying Musaf. What's going on? Right? It must be Yeshua ben Betera. They must be both them. Sometimes they call him by his name. One is before they gave him Simicha, they called him ben Betera. And after they gave him Simicha, they called him Yeshua. This is not good. This is the Please. Uh, slowly seeing I'm wondering where the water's coming from. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay. Tana, we learned in a brighter. When it comes to mentioning Tal, and mentioning the wind, the rabbis do not require you to say, to say Morid HaTal. If you, lift, if you left out the word Tal, not a problem, you're still good. Or the, the Ruach, if you forgot the Ruach, they didn't make you... Didn't but if you want to mention them, you can mention them, exactly. Okay. Says you want my tama, the fish are innocent because they don't stop them. Rukhina says, since they never get stopped, you don't have to mention them. They're going to happen regardless? Yes. Because the world can't live without them. Says you have a tal minal de lo How do we know Hashem never stops the tal? The Pasuk says, now this Pasuk is talking when Eliyahu Navi came to Achav and he threatened him that there's going to be no rain. Because of the, the evilness of Achav, he, he threatened him that there's going to be no rain at all. And uh, by threatening him that there's no rain, he ended up actually stopping the rain and running away and then coming back and saving him, saving the Jews after a few years. So, Eliyahu Tashbi said from Toshvei Gilad, he lived in El Achav to Achav, by the, by the name of Hashem that I stood in front of, there will not be dew or rain unless I say so. Okay? V'ichtiv, the Pasuk says afterwards, Pasuk says afterwards, 
אם יהיה השנים האלה תלמוד תלמוד תלמוד, תכתיב, לך אראה לאחיו ותנה מטר על פני הארץ. אז go, go, go in front of לאחיו, and I'll mention, thank you so much, go in front of לאחיו, and go, go appear to him, and I'll give the rain on the face of the earth. Thank you so much. Right? My time, what's the reason? How can we lift out the towel? Right? He, since he left out the towel, it implies that he didn't give back to him. So the reason why he left the towel is the loma outside. Flip the page to the other side. Because towel doesn't get stopped. So he promised it's not going to be towel or rain. Not going to be dew or rain. And the, he goes back to give back the rain. So give back the rain, but he didn't give back the towel. Why didn't he give back the towel? Because the towel never stopped. So we see from here that towel never stops. And if towel never stops, then... Then, we, we, if you didn't mention, it's not a problem. Good. Why do you pay for it? Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. We, we, we just said before that if you don't mention it, you're still okay, because... Even if you don't mention it, you're going to be okay, because that's something... In the Amidah. Because we're mentioning it, it's, it's, it's useful, but since it doesn't stop, if you didn't mention it, you're okay. That's what we just said before. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I know, but like, I don't know, there's a lot of things that, you know, we don't pray for the sun to rise. We mentioned about sun, sun rising also. But, he, but the towel also has to do with the rain. In other words, the, the towel's function is, is rain similar. It's softening the ground and, and allowing the crops to come. Right. It's similar to rain, just since it doesn't stop, if you didn't mention you, We mentioned but if you didn't mention it, okay. So if it didn't stop, why did Eliyahu swear that he's going to stop it? You will get tal during the times when I'm when I when I promise there's not going to be rain. You're going to get tal, but not tal of beracha. You get plain tal. We should have tal here today, no? Yeah. Maybe we should. So so then why not? Why didn't he go back to Achav at the end and say I'm going to bring back the tal of beracha when he decides he wants to take, wants to take back the curse and he wants to bring back the rain? He should bring back the tal of beracha. Because he can't tell what's He only wants to bring back what's obvious. When you have a guy like Achav, and Achav is uh, generally a skeptic, so rain is something that's measurable. You can see that the rain came back. Tal of Baracha is less measurable, and therefore Eliyahu didn't want to predict its its return when uh, someone could possibly claim that. Well, 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 he was there the whole time. Yes. Okay. Although. Okay, let's see. Although he should, maybe he shouldn't have mentioned it in the first place. I don't know why he mentioned it the first time. You know, I guess he wanted to mention the thing. It's hard to understand. Okay. Either way, we need Tal. Everyone agrees we need Tal, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So Tal should be here. If somebody should tell Tal, they should come. If so, where, from where do we know that we don't have the wind? We said that if you don't mention wind, it's still okay because wind doesn't stop. How do we know? Amar says, I spread you out like the four winds of the heaven. My what's Hashem telling him? If the Jew, Hashem is telling the Jews, I spread you out in the four corners of the earth. So therefore, when you say like the four winds, it means I spread you out like the four winds in four places of the world. That's what it means. 
it wouldn't say ki alba be alba it should say on the four winds why is saying ki alba like the four winds rather this what it means saying just like the world can't exist without wind so too it's impossible to have the world without the Jews and therefore when we say we're saying just like the are needed things that are that are essential right yeah. really you can't you can't do without so too Kali sounds like it also so therefore we see that Kali sounds like Kali the winds are needed and that's why they're always there Therefore, we learned. If you're in the summertime, Omer Mashiv Haruach, and by mistakes in Mashiv Haruach, and Machzito, we don't make you go back because Ruach is always there. We said, we make you go back to the beginning and, go, and, and do it again. But you said the other, no? Yeah, but let's say you didn't. Okay? What we say together now is not necessarily what they always said. It's different. The Tifilah wasn't established by then? It was established. But but, but there, there happens to be a difference between Svaratim and Ashkenazim. Uh, what do you say, Muri Atal? Muri Atal, some rabbis don't, some, uh, some Ashkenazim don't say it at all. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a, they just say Mashiach without, without Muri Atal. So, year round? No, not year round. Mashiv will only in the winter, right. and then they skip it in the summer. They skip it. It's uh, weird. These rabbis must have been Sephardic, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see the difference in Gisa. Okay. Anyway. In the winter, if you didn't say Mashiach and then you don't, they don't make you go back. Then we make you go back because you so over there. Yeah. Let's say he says he passes the wind and makes the dew go away, and we don't make him go back. So even though, winter. even though you you, 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 even though you said the wrong thing, which is which is a bad thing, you got rid of the ruach. Still, still, since it doesn't go away, we don't make you go back. Okay. Tana, we learned in the Brayta. Be'avim buruchot lochi b'chamil askir. Ha'avim did not make you mention the clouds or the wind. Be'imbala askir, maskir. If you want, you're allowed to mention them. Okay. My tama, why don't we mention them? Mishum delome atzi don't stop. Esma velome atzi, va'atani of Yosef. I'll show you that they do stop. It says, "Pasuk says va'atzar hashamayim." Hashem will stop the shamayim and min ha'avim murachot. It means he's going to stop having clouds and having winds. Talmer merim murachot doesn't mean clouds and winds. Oeno elamin ha'matal. Maybe it means he's stopping the rain. Kishu velo yematal. Pasuk says Hashem will stop the shamayim. So stopping the lo yematar for sure means rain. Harematar amur. Hamani makiv atzal shemayim. When Hashem is going to stop the shemayim, minavim ruchot means he's going to stop the clouds and the winds. So you see, the clouds and the winds do stop. You didn't get that. Hold on, one more time. It says vatzal shemayim velo yematar. Atzal shemayim lo yematar for sure means rain. So what's atzal shemayim? Must be it means clouds and winds. Oh, you see, clouds and winds stop. 
Why you tell me clouds and wind don't stop? They do stop. They stop regionally, no? Gemara says they, they never stop. I don't know. You, you, answer, you give me an answer and you're saying that regionally they stop but not globally? Yeah. Okay, it's, that's good. It's that's, 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 you stop praying for, for, for rain, but it's not stopping to rain in the world. Well, we were saying before that if a guy, you don't have to mention them because they don't stop. Now, no, if, rain, you, if, if you want to say it's the same as rain, then that means it does stop, right? Rain stops, and we still have to pray for them. And you missed it, you have to go back, right? When we say, we're, we're assuming that rain stops. For the purpose of our Gemara, rain can stop. Yeah. And therefore, if you missed, missed mentioning rain, you've got to go back. By your, by your guidelines... The same thing when it comes to rain, wind and rain. If they could st- don't stop globally, but they stop here. So it should be the same category as rain. And if you miss it, you should go back. Why are they saying that? No, they never stop. Sounds like they never stop ever. If they never stop ever, then... There's different winds, no? Okay, so then... Say so rain's still in the summer. We're not praying for rain. It rains in summer, not in, Isra- not in, not in Israel. Does it rain at all? No. Like you get never rain in, in the summer ever? No. Wow. No. Does not mean mm-hmm. ever. Well, I don't know. Everything we say, my shoes are wrong. You don't know. You're not praying for here. You're praying for Israel. Oh, yeah, it's Israel, not here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, there anyway. Was, there was like seasonal prayers. Like in, if it's yeah, seasonal. flipped, like in Australia, you're doing it. But for Israel. Okay, in Australia, they don't do it the opposite because no. the seasons are flipped? No. No? Yeah, I know that. No. Praying year round for Israel. Says the We have a double contradiction. We have a wind contradiction, because we said wind never stops, and here we're seeing it stopping. And we have a cloud contradiction. There's no question with clouds on clouds. One's talking about the early clouds, which come before the rains, and one's talking about the late clouds that come after the rains. Okay? So what we're telling you is, at least that the ones before rains are always there, therefore you don't have to mention them. That's what Rashi explains. What? Says, meaning, Rashi says, which means the ones that come before the rain, those are always there. The ones that come after the rain are not always there. Hashem always has normal winds, but doesn't always have extraordinary winds. These extraordinary winds, we don't always have. What's that? What's an extraordinary wind? Very, very strong winds. So, uh, what is it like? I say right now, it has to do with grains. It says, says, uh, When you have extraordinary winds, you need them in order to sift your grain. And therefore we should mention it. There's another way to do it. You could do it with a sieve. And therefore it's not so important. So it seems like when a person used to have, um, in the olden days, the way they sifted the grain was by doing it by, by you, you step on it to separate the chaff from the kernel. Yeah. And then you blow it up in the air and you want a very strong wind to blow. This way, it'll blow far away the chaff, and it'll leave you with a pile of grain, grain that you could mill. Um, there's another way to do it with sieves, but you're going to have a lot more manpower and a lot more labor-intensive. 
But since there's another way to do it, they're not so important. These will shame. So yeah, and that's why we don't have to pray. The, the question was asking, what do you mean we can't get along without these will shame matzuyas, and therefore. But them so receive is a, is, a, is a technological advancement. You know what I mean? Like if now let's say we figured out how to get water from the ocean to filter it, I have to stop praying for rain. It's not essential anymore. It, I don't think. I think that sea, the sea was known strange to it wasn't. I, I don't think uh, there was a time that Mar was talking about that anyone didn't have sieves. Well, what I'm saying is like a sieve is not something that like God created the world and sieves. And therefore. And therefore, again, you're praying for the winds. Like this is something that Hashem can help you do. If I can figure out a way to make it to extract water like that from the from the sea, what do I need to pray for God for rain for? It's not essential. He's saying, well, he's saying, how do you answer when something becomes that you could get it without the way Hashem told you to do it uh, without the before the tool? You're assuming that there's a way. Uh, when, when they ever get find a way to make rain not essential, let me know. Right now, they have desalination plants that can help with water, but not not enough to to uh, not on a scale that can. Uh, like something else. You know I mean, like any anything that we pray for. We're assuming that we're you know, assuming that there is no way to get out of rain. My, it's my presumption going into this Gemara is that you'll always need rain. And you'll never be able to make rain. Uh, on, you'll never be able to do it with a deal with that. scale that you would need it artificially. Correct. We're saying other, th- like, uh, like uh, again, like uh, nobody needs winds anymore. You can just use a scythe, that's it. We're done. We're, like, no, we're saying, we're saying you, you still need winds. You still need winds. Uh, they're much better to have winds because it's much easier. But if you don't have them, since, since there is a way out... We didn't make it mandatory to pray, to dive for those 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 type of winds. The regular winds, of course, always always stay, and these extra winds, which are very useful, handy. But if you don't have them, since since we can get along without them, we don't have to we don't have to pray uh, if they stopped. I don't know. It still feels like uh, again, okay, not rain, but something else. Anything that if you don't if you don't need it, you don't pray for it. And you 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 think God we got it from here later like oh, I'll see you later I'll ask you for the next item uh, what does that mean? Well, let me ask a question. When, I have another question. When something is not stopped, why don't we pray for it? When something is not stopped, why don't we pray for it? <laughs> we mentioned that though. You said it. We, uh, we said that you don't have to mention it. You do. You could. We, we mentioned Ruach also. All right. But but if you didn't mention it, it's not. You don't have to go back and redo it. That's what we're saying. Things that, things that if you don't have them, you can't, you can't live with, then you have to redo. Things that if you don't have, you can live without. If you forgot them, you no, can leave them. Forgot. Yeah, uh, that's what we're talking about here. Okay? This is the Gemara. Tana, we learned. Clouds and winds are not as important as rain. Meaning they're almost as good as rain. How does that work? The clouds and winds that come after the rain, they're almost as important as the rain. Okay? Do that mean that it's good to have wind after rain? Says Hashem will give, will make the rain of your land, this is part of the curse, by the way, the, the, the rain of your land, dust, 
and dirt. Talking about wind that comes after rain, which gets the dirt up, and then you end up with the dirt stuck to your wheat, which is a problem. So you see that wind is no good after rain, the way, at least according to the way Ula explains it. If you have a rain that goes small, that, that goes gently, then it's fine. But if the rain comes down very hard, then it causes the trouble. Okay? Another explains it. One brings up dust. The other brother doesn't bring up dust. The gentle one doesn't bring up dust, and therefore it's fine. Okay? Wind that comes after rain is as important as the rain. Eva debatimitra, clouds that come after rain. Kimitra is like rain. Is it like rain? Yes, it's almost as important, as good as rain. Shimshad debatimitra, kitrebmitri. When you have sunshine after rain, that's like two rains. Two rains. So everything's good. Sunshine's good. Clouds are good. More and, rain is good. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's all good. And wind, sorry. And wind is good. So what's no good? If you have flashes of light, or coming to exclude if you have bold patches of clouds, which means you have clouds, mixed sun and clouds, that's a problem. So there was lightning? I guess. Okay, those are no good. Amarava. If you have snow on a mountain, it's as good as five rains on the ground. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Because if you have a crop you're trying to plant on the mountain, rain will just roll off the mountain and will give less moisture to the mountain. Snow, being that it sits where it is, it melts slowly and it gets absorbed better. And therefore, it's like five rains. Okay. Snow of the rain. Right. Snow is to the mountains like five rains to the ground. It says, It says, It's five different things. Therefore, it's five times as good as rain. Snow is five times as good as rain. Rabbi says also, Snow is good for mountains. Mitra, Strong rain is good for Trees. Mitranicha, <coughs> gentle rain is good for paddy, for fruits. Urfila, but you have a very, very light rain. It helps even the seed underneath the earth. My Urfila, Urupili, wake up seeds, wake up cracks. So the light rain is the most beneficial of all of them. Okay? So if you have a very very light rain, if you have a, if you're a farmer and you have a field, you can be most happy when you have very very uh, light rain coming down. But isn't there uh, the rains that you need the, the hard rain or something? Don't you need those types of rains? Stop here, Rabbi. I wish it's not here. Baruch Amen. Amen.